Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning. This is Adam. Hey, Adam. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, twice in two weeks. This is uh, doing all right. Uh, all right. Excellent. Excellent. How's, uh, how's, how's Less- Joe doing? Joe's doing all right. He's uh, yeah. recuperating and getting back in action. Good. Scary things, huh? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's always scary when, when they uh, have to go in like that. But, you know, it's, uh, it means he's going to probably outlive all of us. So. Yeah, he's good for another 100,000 miles. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Yep. Well, it's also better that you uh, you plan it out and scheduled it versus uh, you know, killing over you know on the side of the road and someone have to revive you and do an emergency situation. So that was yeah, def- definitely in his favor. So, um, but uh, yeah, everything's okay. He's uh he's home. Um, you know, he's probably going to be another week or so before he's able to get on calls and everything. But uh, right now they just want him to rest and do a little bit of walking around, do his breathing exercises and everything. So, yep, he's going to be fine. Yep. All right. What have you got for us today, Adam? All right. So it's kind of an interesting one. Um, We went to a, there was a call from a house in Andover, um, Mass. And uh, basically we were trying to, this guy had water coming into his finished basement and, you know, we went through the whole process of trying to identify where it's coming in from because it's a finished wall. You can't really, you only notice it when you're stepping on the rug and it's wet and it was coming Mm -hmm. into his daughter's room. So, you know, we went through the process, okay, you know, look outside, look for cracks, and, and you know, he found a couple, and then he took the wall, you know, it was a half wall, it's a raised ranch um, or a split-level house, you know, took the wall down, and then, you know, told him to run water, didn't see anything for a long time, and then eventually after, <laughs> you know, running water, running water, running water, he saw water coming in, and then he chased it back, only to find a... Uh, a, a crawl space, or a, 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 a coming from the crawl space area underneath the stairs leading outside, and there was a sump pump in there that had not worked for years, um, that didn't really know about. So we replaced the sump pump there. Um, then got a call back a week later, saying, "Hey, all of a sudden there's water coming in again. What's going on?" Um, then we had to do a little bit of digging on it. They were having some work done in the house, some painting done in the house, and the water that was coming into the into the basement was all white-colored, kind of like a milky-colored water. And come to find out that there was a break in the sewer line that was flooding underneath the house, and the, pup, the sump pump couldn't keep up with the volume of water. The guys were washing out their brushes in the uh, in the in the tub upstairs, and it basically gray water came in and they had to go do rotor rooter and fix the fix the sewer pipe so it was a kind of a unique way to find out that well was coming out from that, the gray line <laughs> that's awesome that's uh that's quite a bit of sleuthing that went on there yeah yeah it was a lot of uh it was a lot of work to figure out what that was and honestly the 
you know, we probably would have been um, been still kind of trying to figure out what it was if it wasn't for the white paint that the guys were washing out because I could figure out that this is water coming from inside the house and because the whole sump pump was filled up with white water. Wow. I was like, why is this white? I said, I bet you they just painted in here and they just washed out their brushes, and sure enough, that's what it was. Jeez. So they had wow. a plumber come in and they had to go fix the connection that goes to the street. You know, so it was, I mean, it ended up not being our our situation. It was just too much water for the, for any sump pump to handle because it was, you know, hundreds of gallons of water being discharged under the floor there. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, cool. So what do we want to call this? Um, uh, that was a finished basement? It was a finished basement, yep. Um, yeah, do something like uh, the case of the mysterious soaked carpet in a finished basement or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. You gotta start running out of titles here. <laughs> oh, well, we, we can always we can always uh, resurrect something from the past. <laughs> hey, it amazes me that we can do one of these every week, and it you know they stay pretty fresh and relevant. Well, you guys, you guys have so many interesting things that happen. You know, it's just it's kind of cool. You know, there's always something, even if it's not something you actually were able to fix yourself. You're able to steer them in the right direction. That's also good too. You know, because yeah, um, you look at look at all your uh, great reviews that you're you're getting on uh, Google and stuff like that, and uh, you know, a number of them say that you know you, you weren't the guys that actually ended up helping them, but uh, you're such a great referral source and and so willing to help, you know, that, uh, you know, obviously that uh, turned out in their favor, so. People want two different things. You know, they want somebody who's reliable, does good work, and somebody who's not going to stiff them. I mean, that's, at the end of the day, that's really all they're looking for in a contractor. Is the work good? And is is (laughs) a reputable company? Is that all we're looking forward to? I mean, everybody's looking for that, and it's so hard to find these days. That's a problem, you know. Everybody's trying to... And it's, it's funny because I've done a lot of research in the reviews side of things. It's all about, uh, it's all about because people are, are, don't live next to their parents and their grandparents and their uncles and aunts anymore. They go out on their own and they don't have any sort of like, hey, I have a guy. Like, oh, you got to use this guy, you know, because he's good. So you use kind of community sourcing of uh, reviews to give you the one referral that your mother or father would be mm-hmm. like, oh, you need this. Call up John. He's he's the guy you want to have to come in. Now you got to go through seventy five reviews to see if this guy's the right guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, that's uh, yeah, that's how a lot of the big uh, referral agencies out there, you know, uh, Angie's List and and uh, you know Service Magic and a lot of, a lot of those came about as, uh, trying to fill that gap. Unfortunately, they're, they're they're getting their piece of the pie too. Oh yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, had you thought about an intro yet? You still want to use Rich's intro, or uh, you want to? Yeah, uh, we might as well just use his for now. And then I, I haven't had okay. honestly I haven't had the chance to. I didn't know I was going to be on today, so I didn't have a chance to kind of doctor it up. I mean, okay. Just say you know you, you know joined by Adam. You know, blah blah blah. Whatever. You know, whatever you did last week was fine. Okay.
you have an official title there at, uh, at that you've adopted yet, or <laughs> not really? <laughs> uh, there's no titles in this business. <laughs> I mean, do you consider yourself a uh, uh, an owner, a co-owner, a uh, um, you know, just as of uh... right now, not not uh, not on not on paper. Uh, okay, but you can just yeah, just I don't know. Crackman's son-in-law, Adam. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Whatever is, uh, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. Right how about now. Uh, well, how about how about we call you Foundation Crack Repair Expert, Adam Tracy? Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. You just uh, do what you did uh, you know, when we jumped on here to share the case study. And if I have any additional clarifying questions, I'll ask. If not, uh, then I'll just I'll just say uh, thanks for uh, sharing this uh, this very interesting case study. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of me talking on this one because it's going to take a few minutes to explain what happened. Yeah. All right, I think I'm ready to go here. You ready to rock and roll, Adam? I am. All right.
Okay, and away we go. It's time once again for the Crackman Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crackman himself, Rich Commerce. Rich has 30 years of experience in the construction industry with over 20 years as president and founder of A1 Foundation Crack Repair. This podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems due to water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, the case of the mysterious soaked carpet in a finished basement. Today, we are joined again by foundation crack repair expert, Adam Tracy. Adam, you have a very interesting case study to share with our listeners again today, just like you did last week. Something about a mysterious soaked carpet in a finished basement? Yes, uh, thanks. We, we did. We got a phone call from a, a man in Andover, and you know, a lot of times we'll get these phone calls where they notice water coming in, uh, either some spotting on their walls, and in this case, it was in their daughter's room in a uh, split-level home, and their daughter's room was down in the basement, and she noticed that her carpet was wet in the corner of the house. So uh, the gentleman pulled up the carpets and pulled everything back to find that there was quite a bit of water on the floor there and called us up and said, well, what do I do and how do I fix it? So what we recommended to him is that, well, we need to find the source of this. First thing you should do is go outside and see if there's any obvious signs of water coming in from the outside through cracks or any flaws in the concrete. And he saw a few uh, you know, areas that may be in concern, and that's where he started opening up the walls to find out you know, if this is where the flaw was. And he saw some things in there that showed signs of water coming in over the period of time. So we asked him, say, okay, now that you think you've isolated the area, let's, let's let run water on the exterior to simulate a, a very heavy rain. So they ran water through a hose for 30 minutes at a time, shutting it off for 15 to 20 minutes, and cycled it on and off and on and off, and nothing came in. And we were really kind of confused as to why it wasn't coming into that area. So we had them continue this process over the next uh, day or so, to, and they, we had to have a rain in between uh, when he started it, so the, the soil was really saturated. So he ran the water, and sure enough, water started coming in, but it wasn't actually coming into the corner. It was coming in a little bit further down the wall where the floor and the wall met. So we said, okay, let's, uh, let's figure out where that's actually coming from. So it was clearly running down the wall and into the corner because nobody's floor is perfectly level and it actually would pitch down into that corner where it all collected and really soaked the carpet. So we thought we found the origin of it and we said, okay, we'll follow up the wall and see where it is. And, and he kept going and going and going. And eventually it led him to underneath the stairwell, the main stairs of the house, into a long forgotten um, crawl space that had some mechanical lines, a sewer line, a main water line, and a sump pump that had been abandoned uh, for years. Um, so come to find out that the water in the, in the, underneath the floor was forcing its way through the floor and the wall seam, which a sump pump should normally be able to handle, but that sump pump was not working. So we said, oh, that's a simple fix. We'll get in there, we'll replace the sump pump, we'll test it out, make sure that the lines are working, make sure that the whole system is working properly. And we got in there and we did that, and everything seemed to be working great. Went on for a couple weeks, no problems. Guy was very happy with our work. And then we got a call from him um, a few days ago saying, I'm seeing water coming again. He hadn't finished, uh, refinished the, the room um, in the basement, so he saw water coming in. We said, well, that's strange because the water was definitely uh, being held back by the, 
the sump pump. It was uh, the hydraulic pressure under the floor. Shouldn't be an issue. Should should have been fine. So we can't went up there to to kind of investigate with him, and uh, come to find out, the water that was leaking into the room was kind of this milky white substance. So we were really confused because usually groundwater is not milky white. It's pretty much clear like any water you would come out of your faucet. So we looked around and we're trying to figure out where it's coming from and I opened up the sump pump pit to find out that the water in there was this milky white color. And we were really confused as to trying to figure out, well, where is this water coming from? Why is it white and why is it in here in the first place? And it was the sump pump was working, it was everything was operating fine. So we made sure we brought the level of the water down. And then I asked the man, as I said, have you uh, had any um, construction going on in the house here in the last couple of days? And he said, yeah, I've had a painter here. He's been painting me upstairs. And I said, well, what color is he painting right now? And he said, white. And I asked, well, where is he washing out his brushes? He said, in the upstairs tub. And sure enough, what was happening is that the water from the tub was actually getting underneath the floor and overflowing the sump pump because of the volume of water that was coming in. So what I had him do is I had him run the water in the tub, fill up the tub is, is pretty close to being full, open up the drain, allow it to rush into the, into the um, sorry, I'm going to start over there. I had him fill up the tub, wash down the drain there, and it would rush the, the sewer pipe system. And sure enough, when he did that, it flowed over the, the sump pump, and it overfilled that sump pump very, very fast because of the amount of water that was coming in all at once. So how would water be going from your tub into your sump pump? Well, that was the immediate indication that there's something wrong with the sewer line that had been running pretty close to the sump pump underneath the floor. So we called the plumber in, and sure enough, when they had the plumber come in with a scope and a camera, the, the pipe going out to the street was completely blocked up. So we had a company come in, remove that connection there, or to clear out the connection to the street. And because there was so much pressure building up in that line, it had actually disconnected the uh, cast iron to the PVC connection that was made under the floor. And that gap allowed the water that was coming from the tub and from the sinks to go underneath the floor overwhelming the sump pump and causing the water to actually rise underneath the floor and come into their daughter's room. So we eventually found where it was coming from, and it all was tipped off based on some painters uh, cleaning out their brushes because otherwise we were still uh, trying to figure out where that, that water source was coming from. But that was the uh, ended up being a plumbing issue and not necessarily a water issue coming from outside, and he got that repaired. And ever since then, it's been uh, bone dry down the basement, and he's going to refinish the room just like it was. Wow, what an amazing problem and actually diagnosis. You know, that was pretty cool. So if they hadn't actually had painters in the house washing their brushes with uh, white paint, uh, obviously that helped uh, diagnose a problem, what would you have done? Do you also have a technique where you put dye in the water to try to find out where the water is coming from? Well, that that could be done, um, although we were able to, the next part would have been to have a plumber come in to scope the line um, because we've pretty much eliminated every possible reason uh, to that point. And then once we saw the water fill the tub, uh, I'm sorry, fill the basin of the sump pump, it was uh, it was pretty clear of an indication that this was this was the source of it. It just expedited the process on our end, and we would have been there eventually, but we were able to get that fixed uh, or have him get that fixed a little bit quicker than we probably would have without it. 
Wow, amazing. Well, thank you, Adam, for sharing this very interesting case study. Once again, A1 epitomizes their service before self-attitude when helping homeowners with their basement water dilemmas. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Rich at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Rich at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening and keep that basement dry. Break. All right, excellent. Well, I thought that was very good, and uh, he did a great job, uh, you know, clarifying the story and everything. So, excellent. Good. Be another another winning podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can uh, I can see the awards piling up as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. Well, you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Darren. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.